Hi, it's Manuel Judice here and welcome to episode number 29. This is season two of the podcast, The Leading Your Change Initiative. And today I want to talk about how um, in a software implementation, uh, 80% of the value is in 20% of the features. Um, now, I haven't come up with this uh, specific numbers. This is the, the Pareto rule, right? And the Pareto equation actually applies to many contexts. Um, and it's, it's basically a very powerful uh, prioritization tools. Specifically, no long ago, I was uh, reading uh, Scrum by Jeff Sutherland. Uh, Jeff is the co-creator of Scrum. And, um, and the framework is quite effective. I'm a bit the supporter of, of Agile and the set of frameworks and methodologies they have to introduce change, to introduce software in this specific case. Now, um, I've supported many business change projects and a lot of them were underpinned by technology. These were technology implementations. There were a lot of details around the, the development efforts, the system components. There were a lot of resources that uh, were involved into the definition, feasibility, design, integration and implementation of the technology. Uh, one of the common challenges, uh, one of the, the biggest challenges that um, uh, business change projects face is that they tend to uh, lose focus on, um, you know, keeping an eye on the price, they, they, as they say, right? So there's a, there's a tendency to um, look at the at these monstrous efforts. These were uh, substantial business change projects and had several stakeholder groups that were impacted across geographies, but also across functions. And the, uh, the the length of these projects uh, went from six to twelve, eighteen, two years, eighteen months, two years, or even above those, depending on the size of the projects, how many, uh, what projects were included in these programs of change. Um, what you'll find is that uh, for many um, technology-enabled changes or transformation initiatives, um, we're talking about project that will bring clear benefits to the business, be in terms of efficiencies, simplifications, but also uh, concrete like tangible dashboards, uh, um, tools, templates that actually help your, your, your audiences to really make, uh, make great use of those tools to, for better decision making, to increase uh, effectiveness when dealing with a customer, with a client, with a prospect. So they were, they were underpinned by technology, but they had a very uh, clear um, business outcome, a business result. What I found out that is that there tends to be a, a major, a, quite a significant disconnect between the intention and um, there is a, always a strategic initiative that underpins those projects and programs on change. And the, the strategic initiative basically lays out what are, you know, what are the steps that need to be followed in order to achieve that vision, the vision of the organization. The reason why these are underpinned by technology is because technology allows for organizations to become more um, efficient but also uh, more agile. Right? There's a lot of uh, processes that get automated. Now, when you, when you translate that vision into strategy, the strategy, strategy into project execution, um, what happens is a natural process of um, the, the clarity over what our vision was and the clarity over why we've made that investment and what is that concrete benefit, not just in financial terms, but what does the system, what does the technology need to be doing? When we go into the implementation side of the things, to this type of clarity tends to vanish. 
and and the lack of clarity over what it is that we're building in the first place and what it is that it should look like is one major problem business change projects fail when they're trying to build a solution that should be fit for purpose. So there is different layers of that. Obviously, uh, from a strategic perspective, senior leaders want to, um, you know, they're aiming at benefits, they're aiming at cost efficiency, they're aiming at commercial benefits, they're aiming at synergies and operational excellence. Um, when it, the 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 uh, during the the process of of implementation, though, uh, different different people or different professionals can get um, assigned a role as product owner or uh, similar roles whereby they are the uh, people on the ground responsible for the full realization of the value of that technology. So basically, the, the people on the ground, that um, the, the product owner, for example, they uh, owns the technology. They are also in charge oftentimes of owning the benefit realization of that technology. In other words, they need to understand the technical elements and micro areas and modules that underpin the technology but also they need to match those with what the business needs what is it that we aim to do for example if it is a dashboard that is aimed at a at a finance audience it has to have the right elements in it that allows finance to um, you know perform the tasks around the reports in a way that fits their purpose now, um, the because because from strategy to from vision to strategy to programs and to project implementation, there are so many steps, so many people involved. When we come down to when it comes down to project delivery, this these are we are pretty much in the trenches trenches here, whereby you have um, a lot of uh, technology leaders, scrum masters, and project managers. That obviously they need to make sure that the system is fit for purpose on one end, but also it works. So um, because there's, there is a, there tends to be a bias into, you know, we know what we know. I'm a, I'm a communication and change specialist, so I kind of tend to have a kind of bigger pre- picture, picture approach. But a developer specifically needs to develop a specific piece of technology. And unless there is a... Um, our overarching guidance and direction towards which we all, the developers, just use as an example, but we all as a change in our project team we're moving towards, then we tend to end up developing features, systems, functionality um, because we go off track, because we are not reminded on a regular basis of you know what is the final outcome, what, what is the specific, how does the specific technology dashboard what are the key features? What does what does it need to look like in order for us to realize the the initial benefit of the vision? Right, we, we are we are becoming a, a digital. Uh, we, we, we're transforming digitally our organization. We're giving dashboard tools and devices and access to our content globally. So that's the vision. But um, the delivery, uh, during the delivery, we tend to lose sight of that vision and how that looks like concretely on a day-to-day basis. And that's why I decided to kind of call out the, um, the concept of the 80-20 rule, whereby 80% of the value of a technology that gets implemented is actually residing in the 20% of the features. This is a very powerful um prioritization tool and I use that when I work with product owners and during coaching but also as a change management consultant when we actually look at what are the key features that what are the key things that technology need to do what are the key features that the system needs to have 
right? What um, what do we need it to know? What do you need it to do? And sometimes, during different stages of design and implementation, the product owner might not be absolutely clear on what you know what we want the system to do. There are also different types of constraints from times and budgets. However. The ability of this specific individual and professional to articulate a vision of what the system needs to do and do it consistently is a really, really important skill. Now, the risks of not doing that is the risk of lack of clarity is that six months in, you start developing or you develop a system, you've you, you basically invested a significant amount of time and resources into developing a feature or some modules that aren't completely fit for purpose. You basically went off track. And software development is a very challenging uh, environment whereby you know, oftentimes you might have a business representative that doesn't understand software. So the ability to hold the space for conversations with uh, technology um, savvy professional in your change in a project team with business, with people that have a very strong business understanding and developing, um, I've run quite a few workshops whereby, uh, and sessions whereby, you know, you had the, the technology representative, the IT consultant, as well as the, um, the, the project delivery uh, person from a technical perspective. And on the other hand, you had a business representative, a product owner or a sponsor or an operating sponsor, someone on the ground. And the, the level of clarity is absolutely paramount. And um, as a result of these meetings, as a result of these facilitated sessions, you'll, you'll find is that um, the ability of your, 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 your project, your scrum, your scrum team, uh, your delivery team to actually be redirected on an ongoing basis can really make a significant difference in your ability as, a, as an organization to deliver that specific technology, the way your specific business audience want it to be, want it to function like. And secondly, um, do it on time and on budget because the element of ongoing conversation between technology and business teams actually break silos and and silos is one of the one of the biggest challenges that you know change and delivery teams face almost on a daily basis when implementing uh, large-scale change.